everyone, you're watching The Big Fight and I'm Maria Shakil. One factor that has emerged from the election results in these three states of the Hindi heartland is that caste has not played a predictable role. The straight arithmetic, which is often done, may not yield desired results. But it is also true that caste remains the centerpiece of Indian politics and will be significant like all elections also in the run-up to 2024. But caste, in its traditional way, has been reimagined. As stage gets set for Mandal 2.0, we take a look at the aspiration versus representation debate. Remember, in Mandal 1, there was no caste census. This time, it is becoming a unifying issue of the opposition being led by the Congress. BJP's answer to the Mandal movement was its commandal mobilization and social engineering with several leaders within the party from the OBC in particular being given a pace, place of pride. Late Kalyan Singh, Uma Bharti, Vinay Katyar among others. But in Mandal 2.0, the Prime Minister has brought a new caste system. He says that he believes in only four categories, youth, women, farmers and the poor. So the question is, what will resonate with the voters in 2024? Will it be a caste-based mobilization or the Prime Minister's appeal to look beyond caste and look at class and gender? That is our debate on the big fight. Aspiration versus representation. What is the winning narrative for 2024? I'm going to begin straight with Professor Chandan Gora. Your, your opening comments now. What's the question, Maria? What is the winning narrative? Caste versus the four caste reimagination that has been done by the Prime Minister, where he says it is women, youth, the poorest of the poor, and also the farmers. Maria, I don't think it's this or the other, because even those four categories of women, youth, poor, and farmers can be better understood if you count caste, because all of them will have caste. It's not as if they're casteless categories. Maria, one very quick thing we must may bear in mind, regardless of how this pans out as an election matter, the importance of doing a caste census independently must be understood, I think, outside of political calculations. Because we haven't had one for the last you know, 90 years or more, and we don't have a clear sense of who we are as a demographic portrait. And we are simply unable to know the mortality, the fertility, literacy, age, all these essential sorts of you know data by caste and community. And it's not just caste. Please remember when we count caste, it's not just caste within the Hindu order. We are counting castes among Muslims as well as among Christians. So it's an overall sense of how the country is put together in a, in a community okay. profile. Okay. Your opening I think it's comments, important for us to have that. Okay. Yes. Your opening comments, Shruti Kapila. Hi. Um, I think this is a false uh, uh, distinction between aspiration and representation. Caste is a basic fact of Indian life. And it, and it has become politicized and has been since actually more than 100 years. And it is in mobility. Uh, the subgroups or the subcasts are what are in, 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 in mobility, which actually uh, the BJP has been very agile in addressing that. It would be uh, false to say that the BJP is not doing this. After all, the RSS started under the URAS to, to woo the OBCs in to not be an upper caste, as it were, Sangathan. 
and and you're seeing that uh, in a way that that engineering continues uh, the problem really is that there is a new imagination that is required uh, and especially given that the government or the state remains the largest employer in india so reservations and representation are going to become more and more significant especially as india grows so okay. i think this is not yeah okay so nilja chaudhary your opening comments as the stage gets ready for 2024 i think uh, it is as you say the four categories that uh, uh, the prime minister had pitched i think it is caste versus anything versus narendra modi you know in 1971 elections and foreign journalists had asked indira gandhi what was the issue in that election she said i am the issue in 1980 when she won one with the uh, largest ever majority she was again asked that question and she in quotes was the uh, the issue and narendra modi has been an issue narendra modi will be the central issue in the uh, 2024 elections now coming to caste 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 has been a very important issue just as community mandir uh, religion has been a very important uh, issue in a country like ours which is very people are emotional decide on emotional issues more than other issues so uh, i think uh, the caste issue was flagged by the opposition that they wanted a caste census but it has not been fully spelled out by them what does it mean to call for a caste census does it mean the empowerment of the obcs that was not fully spelled out mm. and mm. the other question is that the congress has never been associated with the obc uh issue in north india in the south yes it's okay. one elections okay. but not okay. in the north okay it's i'm a- coming back to you but opening comments from ashok bharti now right uh, and then i bring in the politicians yeah. thank you maria that uh, normally what happened that the argument is aspiration and caste but people tend to forget that caste have their aspirations they have aspiration of justice they have aspiration of rights they have aspirations of representation they have they themselves have the aspirations hmm. so therefore this can't be really you know this is not there is not between this and that in fact the all dalits adivasi and obcs and even brahmins they have they want their representation and they are aspiring to have the representation unfortunately in indian politics the political space has been hegemonized by the savarnas and muslims are very marginal force now dalits are mar- dalits are represented because they have the representation uh, constitutionally mandated representation adivasi constitutional mandated registration but what about obc obc are far lesser in representation then their population is in india okay so that is what rahul gandhi has been talking about yes, absolutely. and that's what uh, the opposition and, is increasingly yes, talking about and i about. believe that uh, the 2024 because the narrative has just begun so the narrative of the caste will further amplify okay what is amplifying according to you mr badodia well uh, i have heard many panelists and i also tend to agree that this dichotomy between caste and aspirational india which is trying which we are trying to portray uh, i don't see it as a contradiction i see that there is a, a class within the caste and the aspirational india has overwhelmingly all those people who belong to the subjugated exploited marginalized sections and they are the dalits and the obcs 
and other and even more particularly the women hmm. the women at large as baba saab bhimra ambedkar always observed that the entire women force have been subjected to lot of subjugation in this country now coming back to this analysis of the elections see the elections will be a combination of a large number of variables as i had stated earlier and even in this election unless there is a leadership as i uh, tend to agree with uh, nirja choudhry that imaginative leadership who will be able to so combine everything leadership in the opposition block or the india block yes so Shama. i agree with ashok ji what he said one of course is uh, there are two different things the caste and aspirational part and the other thing is in telangana bcs are 54% and uh, congress party has won there so caste has played a difference caste the senses we were talking about the other very important point today is modi ji in his, in his speech said that uh, for this his party there are four castes that is women youth kisan and the poor now in his time what has happened to women we know what happened to women in manipur we know what bridge bhushan sharan singh did to women the prime minister did not stand with the women of india he talks about youth the highest unemployment rate 10% it is during his time he was supposed to give 2 crore jobs he did not he talks about kisan what has happened to kisan during the uh, three black farm laws seven more than 700 kisans died did the pradhan mantri go and speak to them did he say one word no he talks about the poor the gas price is more than 1000 the petrol price and diesel prices more than 100 during the congress time it was subsidized what does he do for poor he increases the gst puts 5% gst on their dal chawal curd yogurt so there's nothing for the poor nothing for the youth nothing okay. for the women and nothing for the okay guru prakash paswan so how can you say that these are the cars will it be responding to shama or you'll be setting a different narrative No, I think the people of India have responded, uh, Maria, on multiple occasions. And only a couple of days we ago we saw people of Madhya Pradesh. There is a difference of more than one hundred seats. So I think the people of Madhya Pradesh obviously don't agree with the Congress Party and the leadership. The difference of seats in Rajasthan, the difference of seats in Chhattisgarh. Look at the difference uh, in the terms of vote share. So you have to understand. You have raised a very valid point. And uh, only on sixth of December, two days ago, Maria, we were remembering Baba Saheb Ambedkar on his death anniversary. which is also called mahaparinirvan divas and i am reminded of ambedkar uh, uh, with respect to this debate he said he makes a very prophetic statement he says on 26th of january 1950 india is going to enter into a life of contradictions we will have equality in our uh, politics but we will have gross inequality in our social and economic life and it continues till date the problem the fundamental problem is that that the congress party structurally institutionally organizationally historically anti representation anti dalit anti obc anti muslim mr rahul gandhi goes to madhya pradesh says caste census who is the cm candidate mr kamal nath historically congress party had not shared a position of power and responsibility with marginalized section okay what and about what, what about bihar mr k c tyagi yeah. since it is uh, nitish kumar's idea of caste census he is the one who released the caste survey also and now that has become the talking point of the entire india block Go ahead. Your opening comments. Mayra ji, 1931 में पहली बार जनगणना हुई थी. उस समय फ्यूडल सोसाइटी थी, कॉलोनियल रूल था, लोग अपनी जात छिपाते थे, समाज में ऊंची जात का होना सम्मान का था, पिछड़ी और छोटी जात का होना अपमान का था. हमारे उत्तर प्रदेश में कल्याण सिंह जी जो मुख्यमंत्री रहे, वो लोग पिछड़ी जाति के हैं. लेकिन वो लिखते थे कि हम लोध राजपूत हैं 
दे वर नॉट फ्रॉम द फॉरवर्ड कास्ट बिहार बनारस के आसपास की जितनी भी कुर्मी कम्युनिटी है वो लिखती है कुर्मी क्षत्रिय दे आर नॉट क्षत्रिय दे आर बैकवर्ड तो ये फिनोमिना तब से चला आ रहा है नब्बे साल के बाद इस तंत्र को तोड़ने का काम हुआ है जब जातिगत जनगणना के आंकड़े सामने आए हैं अमृत साल अमृत काल का पीरियड है इन समूहों को जानने का अधिकार है कि इनके सोशो इकोनॉमिक एम्पावरमेंट कितने हुए मैं एक और चीज कहना चाहता हूं कि समाज के जो लॉज ऑफ डेवलपमेंट है वो कितने काम करते हैं जब मंडल कमीशन लगा था तो मैं एमपी था उस लोकसभा में मुझको सो लोग रोज एक्यूज करने रेव्यूज करने आते थे कि आपने मंडल क्यों लगवाया आज तीस साल के बाद बत्तीस साल के बाद विभिन्न राज्यों से लोग आते हैं कहते हैं कि नीतीश जी का एक दिन का कार्यक्रम हमारे यहां दिलाइए पिछड़ा वर्ग के लोग उनका सम्मान करना चाहते हैं आज कोई लड़का जल के नहीं मरा आज किसी ने नारे खिलाफ में नहीं लगाया it's the women who as a caste neutral constituency which are discussed even more than say the obcs my question then is that what worked in bihar may not work in other states so one size fits all is something that the results of which we have seen maria jo political party aise socio economic change ke program implement karti hai उसके पास विल पावर भी होनी चाहिए और उसके पास कैडर भी होना चाहिए ये कोई नीतीश कुमार ने आज अचानक कर दिया ऐसा नहीं है इसकी जड़ समाजवादी आंदोलन है डॉक्टर लोहिया से लेकर के कर्पूरी ठाकुर तक याद करो देश की राजनीति में पहला भूचाल आया था 1978 में जब मुंगेरी लाल कमीशन की रिकमेंडेशन वहां पर लागू हुई थी आपके पिताश्री उस समय कम्युनिस्ट पार्टी के बड़े नेता हुआ करते थे और उसमें अति पिछड़ों के लिए 12 परसेंट पिछड़ों के लिए 8 परसेंट अब बड़ी महिला आरक्षण की बात हो रही है कर्पूरी ठाकुर देश का पहला नेता था जिसने 3 परसेंट का आरक्षण महिलाओं okay. के लिए 1978 okay. में किया okay. था ओल्ड वाइन इन द न्यू बॉटल देर गुरु प्रकाश पासवान दीज आर ऑल ओल्ड आइडियाज विच आर बींग मैन्युफैक्चर इन न्यू वे इन योर गवर्नमेंट दैट्स वॉट द चार्जेस No, no. Uh, if you allow me to respond to Mr. Casey Tagi Ji, Mr. Nitish Kumar unfortunately has uh, been misled. What he represents today is the face of neo-feudalism. On the floor of the House, Maria, you are demoralizing, insulting the Mahadalit Chief Minister. Are you justified in doing that? This is your words on the floor of the house. Tum deserve nahi karte the. Humne ehsan kiya tumhe CM banakar ke. Maria, this is the discourse. Is this the level of discourse we want? Mr Nitish Kumar is the face of neo No no while I would love to discuss Bihar politics but I'm going to uh, you know let's let's look at the larger India picture guru No I'm I'm answering no th- this is the problem this is the tendency you look at RJD Rashtriya Janata Dal after Lalu Yadav if it comes to sharing of power deputy cm my son will become rajya sabha my daughter will go leader of uh, house in the legislative council my wife will become tesh pradap will become the health minister is this your idea of social justice is this your idea of caste okay, census okay so, so guru guru, guru guru I, again i'm I saying let's say. look at the india picture because this narrative or what the prime minister says that there are new castes 
four new castes of adivasis of women of uh, farmers and youth if this is what he is speaking and versus caste census which is going to be the unifying idea which will which will uh, decide the narrative of 2024 is the big question chandan gowda earlier you those four new constituencies that the prime minister talked about will be meaningless if we don't have caste data because all of these communities have castes they they're too abstract right now farmers don't exist as farmers all of them have castes so do women so do youth and even tribes can be broken down by religion right so we need a caste census regardless of what you no, want but, to emphasize the political my question is that farmers are beneficiary class also women are beneficiary class as well so why can't it be seen from that prism rather than being the overarching theme of caste the thing maria is if you don't look at see when we do a census of the caste you'll also get the economic data of all these castes how have they done on literacy how have they done on assets etc etc unless you have a sense of how each caste is made up please remember one of the big contributions of the bihar caste census is that it showed a quarter percent of the upper caste muslims are poor 28% of the bhumihars are poor a quarter of the brahmins are poor so you need to have a sense of how each caste is made up inside and that's what the aspirational class or whatever you're talking about you need to tap into old style reservation will not work if it doesn't take into account inner class dynamics within each caste and that you will know only if you do a caste census which will not just be a caste census it will be a census of caste along with all other variables that the census usually takes into account one more thing very quickly maria a lot of money will be saved a lot of effort will be saved if the caste is included in an extra column in the regular census that will happen sometime soon right please remember the demand for the caste census came in 2001 2011 again 2021 covid no census but when we have it it's just one other column and what we do with it is is another matter but we need data for sure okay. better reservations will follow better policies will follow okay. and even the so- private sector which we want to do something about it we'll also have some solid data to work with yeah. right now it's just okay shama mohammad so um guru prakash talked about cms now we have had a i mean now former chatisgarh cm obc former rajasthan cm obc present karnataka cm obc so you know we walk the talk unlike you you have to tell us how many you have then he spoke about parivarvad i want to ask him why is yadurappa son the bjp president in karnataka they don't have answers to those parivarvad they continue then yeah, he says then wait let me speak who i'm going to you let shama finish then, the point yes. then when da- danish ali was called a terrorist by their bjp mp why didn't the prime minister of india condemn it i don't get it just because he's a muslim muslims have no face in india you're not supposed the prime minister of india being the prime minister saw a member of parliament calling a ter- uh, um, another mp terrorist inside the parliament atankwadi the prime minister of india should have condemned he doesn't do it now i'm going to give you some <laughs> figures they have said the prime minister garib kalyan yojana has been extended to 80 crore people we are 140 crore so that's more than 50% people are poor in this country we are in the global hunger index 111 out of 126 what is that show that they are saying there is development happening but we don't see that on the ground now i'm going to give you some anecdotes one is during upa's time the average gdp was 8.2% right now it's 5.7 you don't have answers unemployment rate during our time was 2.2% unemployment rate right now is 10% export growth during our time was 69% 
your export growth dipped to minus 9 in 2019 is gone up to 22%. Okay. So please do not tell us okay, where, where development was happening. These are Akras. all Afwa, okay. rumors, gas, everything. But real development, we don't see on okay. the ground. Guru, and what is the aspiration then for yeah. any youth out there? Amriya, I think this is precisely the problem of the Congress party. The level of grace and humility they have lost. They have seen there is a difference of more than 100 seats in Madhya Pradesh. We have one in Telangana with uh, where the OBCs are there. Caste census work there. Maria, Maria, if you're in studio, can you shout? Does it give you a right right to shout if you're in studio? Okay, no, you come please to the studio ahead. next okay, time. Please, please, one moment, one moment. Guru, please, please go, go ahead. Go, go ahead. This is, this is the level of grace and dignity of a Congress spokesperson. And thank you so much for exposing that. Now, coming to the OBC share, Congress party since 1952 to 2023 has made more than 250 chief ministers out of which only 40 chief ministers, madam, 210 chief ministers belong to upper caste. That is the reality. When for the first time an Adivasi ki beti reaches the highest constitutional office in the country, what did Mr. Adiranjan Chaudhary, leader of the Congress party in the Lok Sabha said, Rashtrapatni, the level of discourse is this by the Congress party. What did Mr. Udit Rath say? What did your Why didn't you allow her inside the temple? Why didn't you allow her inside the temple? If you have so much respect, allow her inside the temple. So what's the point of symbolism? She should have gone to the Sanctum Sanctorium. You kept her out of the Sanctum Sanctorium. You have talked about some statistics. You have talked about Maria, some statistics. Let him no, respond to those. No, no, he is, he is responding to the statistics. Please, I'm telling him what. No, no, let him respond to the statistics. Please go ahead. This is not the You gave her uninterrupted time. I was silent when she was speaking. Please go ahead. The fact is that they cannot tolerate. They cannot tolerate an Adivasi ki beti reaching the highest constitutional office in the country. Vyakul ho jate hain ye log. Garib ka beta pradhan mantri banta hai. Kaise ban gaya? Gandhi Parivar ke log pradhan mantri banne ka dikarakne. This is the reality of the feudal Congress party. The Congress party must understand and reconcile this. I think for the first time. But asked you questions on the Garib Kalyan and the overall data that she has on the jobs. Can you respond to those please? Maria, Maria, it was P. Chitamram. It was P. Chitamram in 2013. He said 44 crore people are below the poverty line. Now we have the IMF saying that there is less than 1% of poverty, extreme poverty. Then why are you giving 80 crore people free food? Think, Maria, what Maria, are you talking is... about? You can't just quote numbers. Maria, we have to Maria, see what's I, at the ground Maria, level. You can't say one IMF said, this Shama, one said. Shama, there's no shouting and screaming on big fight. That is the important part. No, here. No, Please I, go ahead. No. Huh. They won't allow a Dalit to speak, Maria. This is the reality. No, no, please. No, no, what? No, 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 I'm a Muslim. Okay. I'm a Muslim. Okay, okay, please, no, no, Muslim no, please, please, one, one moment. moment. The please, there's no, no, no Dalit Muslim Maria. angle here, please. Both no, no, of you are representing your respective parties. That is, no, that is the reality. Who gave the first Dalit president? Okay, I'm going to move away from the politicians. I'll move away from the politicians completely. We are looking at this Tutu Meme, of course, unexpected lines between the BJP and the Congress. But, you know, it is going to be when when the entire caste survey was released by the BJP, uh, by the Bihar government. At that time, it was seen as a game changer idea. But then we have seen how it was, of course, you know, adopted or, or appropriated by Congress party. But then there is a response that has come from the BJP. Yes, Prime Minister Modi will be the central figure in these elections. But when he talks about four classes or aspirational classes, do you think that will get more resonance than caste as an issue? Look, first of all, I want to make the point, aspiration. You know, Prime Minister Modi putting his finger on the pulse of an aspirational India 
is one of the factors that makes for the Modi phenomenon. Of course, there is Hindutva, there is nationalism, there is national pride, there is OBC empowerment, there is a strong leader with no family in tow, uh, who works 24 by 7, tough leader, and so on. But there is also this factor, one, the suborganization of India, that an OBC like him, a Chaiwala, can make it to the top position, which gives new heart to communities across the country, and also, a, you know, one who puts his finger on the pulse that the, today we, 65% of India being 35, we are having an aspirational yes. India who Absolutely. are looking ahead. So if, so if there is that this, aspirational age group which is looking yes. for a new narrative, here is the new narrative which has come. That, its way. He, that he provides with other things. But one other thing I will yes. say. He has the Modi phenomenon or the BJP, what the narrative is putting out has a mixture of a lot of things. It is not either either caste versus community, which used to be the narrative in the past, Mandal versus Kamandal. Today is Mandal 2 versus a whole host of factors, which includes empowerment, which includes Mandir, which includes Young India, which includes a tough leader. All There is a mixture. Uh, It's a heady mixture that the BJP is putting out. Yes, sir. Please go ahead. No, I think that uh, I have been part of the civil society movement and civil society has settled the issue of women, youth, farmer, poor and they consider that these categories are intersectional categories. And if we are talking of the youth, we need to talk about the Dalit youth, Adivasi youth, OBC youth. If we were talking of the women, we need to talk every category of the women. For example, if we want to empower the women, you know, the government has brought the legislation to empower the women through the parliamentary representation. Will it not be figure in the will it not be the aspiration of the women to become the member of parliament in a appropriate Yes, a then large, why should it be less, looked at from the prism of caste within no, no, the I'm women. coming to that. I'm going to that. Because the reason being that these I believe this narrative is being advanced because there is a pressure of the representative community, the community that are seeking much justifiable representation in the parliament, in the Vidhan Sabha, in the jobs, in the market, yes. in so the economy. So after emerging as a constituency, women are saying, give us representation. That exactly is the point. If there are these multiple caste constituencies, they are saying, let it be about aspiration now. Because in India, now the conversation is around aspirational districts rather than about certain pockets which are... Aspirational district is a program. It's not the aspiration of the people. It's a, it's a government okay, so plan. You it's are, a Niti Aayog plan. Guru, respond to this. The, and just, just aspirational one district to, doesn't just mean one to, that you are yeah, actually yeah, representing just the aspiration. One, yes. one question to the Guru Prakash Pashwar. Guru Prakash Pashwar, you have a number of chief ministers. Tell me how many of them are the Dalits. No, I will give you the data, sir. I will give you the data. No, Out of that, how many? Yes, he is speaking. He yeah. is speaking. Yes, he don't. He doesn't have it. Yes, he no. I think. The, I think for a party, for a party Please. that let's not have these jibes unnecessarily. Go ahead. No, no, Maria. It's it's completely normal for the Congress party because obviously they can't see a Dalit speaking. That is number one. Number two, you see, out of 250 chief ministers, out of 250 chief ministers, Congress party has appointed only 40 chief Please ministers. Please ask Obis- about your party. Um, don't come to ask. Maria, I will speak Maria, about I that. Ask about the, the Dalits in yours. Okay, Why don't you answer me? that? You're going Maria, what about three? So should answer. I move away from the politicians completely if you over speak on when he's speaking? That's out shouting. It doesn't work on big fight, please. Let one person speak. I'm going to come back to you. Yes, go ahead. 
इनको बर्दाश्त नहीं होता कोई दलित बोलता है तो कोई दलित बोल कैसे सकता है इनके सामने इनको बर्दाश्त नहीं हो सकता बताइए ना जो सवाल पूछा उसका जवाब दीजिए इन्होंने बाबा साहब अम्बेडकर का यही हशर किया बाबा साहब अम्बेडकर को लोकसभा में नहीं आने दिया नाइनटीन फिफ्टी सिक्स इज डेथ है साल बाद आपने नेहरू जी ने भारत रत्न खुद को दे दिया इंदिरा गांधी ने भारत रत्न खुद को दे दिया लेकिन अम्बेडकर को आप नहीं दे पाए बाबू जगजीवन राम को आप नहीं दे पाए दिस इज द रियलिटी ऑफ द कांग्रेस पार्टी एंड व्हेन इट कम्स टू भारतीय जनता पार्टी बंगारू लक्ष्मण फर्स्ट दलित टू बिकम द नेशनल प्रेसिडेंट ऑफ बीजेपी फर्स्ट दलित टू बिकम अ लोकसभा अध्यक्ष इट वाज जीएमसी बालियोगी फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम अर्जुन राम मेघवाल इज द सेकेंड दलित टू बिकम द यूनियन लॉ मिनिस्टर आफ्टर बाबा साहेब अम्बेडकर दैट इज द ट्रूथ हाउ मेनी दलित प्रेसिडेंट कांग्रेस पार्टी आर जीरो द कांग्रेस पार्टी इंसल्टेड सीताराम केसरी इन द ऑफिशियल प्रेमिसेस In the official party insulted Sitaram Kesri. The Congress party Prime Minister Rajiv Gandhi opposed the recommendation of Mandal Commission. The Congress party opposed the first backward classes commission. There can be no other political organization who can be anti-backward, anti-Dalit, anti-woman than the Congress party. And the Congress party historically. Structurally, okay. Guru, you you have to respond to the point that has been made about aspirational district may not be really. representing aspirations per se this is more of a program no but maria then you look at the tribal seats you look at the tribal seats the number of constituencies reserved for the tribal communities more than 2/3 of the tribal seats has been won with the bjp what does that represent you and also for your uh, information the aspirational districts are poor district the aspirational district the minds of the dalit obc and the tribal population and if we have more than 50 seats out of 75 seats of the aspirational areas voting for the bjp it represents a fact okay poor the vanchit soshit pirita standing okay shruti kapila shruti kapila make a point just one thing i think having a caste census should be uncontroversial it is a very basic data public data and in fact many parties have in their private you know in their data analytics units have that that material available after all there was a caste census done in 2011 which was not made uh, public so that's just one aspect of it it's a minor aspect i don't see why that is the issue of controversy this the the change that is taking place is actually how the obc parties have moved and how the Dalits have moved politically. For sure, the BJP has has been successful in incorporating Dalits into into its voter share, like the scheduled. The fight is going to be at the largest, as it were, swing voter of the country, which is the OBCs. Which is why this data is controversial. Which is why this data is not being made public. Uh, secondly, this is where the Congress faces a real strategic political vision issue because it is now in direct competition with those social, uh, uh, OBC parties, which split away from it under VP Singh in the first Mandal movement. Hmm. So, in what? Yes, correct. To 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 focus on caste as the social issue, as the key social issue in India. But I think it lacks imagination to just focus on the census because the the story has moved, and now the competition is precisely that whether it is the JDU, whether it is the SP. these parties are saturated and they are going and, and is the congress actually going to make a reverse move and start incorporating what it lost out in the 90s to these parties okay. so i think that i see the situation politically i do not see i think all of this is yes, false but, but it, the but the point is that what well, may have happened Yes, it's supposed to actually say that developmentalism is uh, or aspiration is opposed to caste. Caste yes. is a no, no, no. I, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that very, very much interlinked. But in the battle of narrative, this is the way it is playing out. So here is a party 
which is saying that yes i have opc representation yes i have ensured that there is a proper representation of dalits and the adivasis in the government structure but going ahead this is the way india should be talking about so that's what i want to understand from you all of you in the next uh, few minutes we have for the for wrapping up this discussion and i'm going to begin with you shama the point here is that after so many years of independence shouldn't india be looking at reimagining its narrative and this is what that opportunity is that cusp of cusp or moment where we can look at various old ideas of caste and look look at them perhaps in a different way so when the prime minister of india wanted the obc card wants to play he would say i am the obc chief minister let's not forget it now when he want when we ask for a caste census he does not want to bring it out he changes the goalpost that's the prime minister of india now if you look at guru prakash he has not answered one of my question whether it's garib kalyan yojana whether it's the numbers i've given nothing he just keeps repeating 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 the same thing the congress did this and he was talking about dalits when we are talking about obcs here let's understand that and if you look at the dalits in 97 the first president of india narayan is from the congress made him the first dalit pre- uh, president jagjeevan ram's daughter the first speaker mira kumar a woman speaker who gave it the congress party so let's not get into that we know what we are and we have had dalit presidents unlike you but you have not spoken a single word on the obcs when she's asked you who is your obc chief minister you don't have any statistics and what i want to say is the prime minister of india says you the prime minister of india says women but what has he done for any one of them he has insulted the farmers of india he has not he has not the farmers of india none of women will be streaming when the ram will be streaming on the Sure. Ram, you were screaming on the show. I'm moving away from the politicians again. No, there's no need to talk. No, no, no. There's no need to scream. Women, why didn't the prime minister? There is no need to scream. Please go ahead, Mr. Sudhir Badaria. Please, no, ma'am. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ma'am. Please go ahead, Mr. Badaria. You won't be allowed to talk because please go ahead, Mr. Badaria. When he's been, I can't please go ahead. You were screaming, ma'am. Please go ahead. Screaming because he's not allowing me to talk. Yes, please. That doesn't work. Yes. You see, the narrative in the coming elections. will be that somebody who can combine hmm. the aspirations the caste inequalities the gender uh, discrimination at the same time he will be able to address the question of unemployment and other economic issues which are facing the country hmm. now in that also people would like to know what is the strategy how they are going to come together and how they for instance in 1971 when the elections took place mrs gandhi said main kehti hu garibi hatao ye kehte hain indira hatao so she caught the imagination that she will be able to abolish the poverty but did what happened to the poverty the numbers of unemployed the numbers of uh, those people who are hungry the numbers of illiteracy has grown so nevertheless ultimately it would that no, person no my question is can caste be that unifying force so caste, caste, caste senses, alone will not be the unifying okay, force okay caste and caste alone will not be a unifying force so mr kc tyagi if caste census is not the unifying force of the india block then what is maine aapko pehle bhi kaha dobara fir kehna chahta hu ki ye 1990 nahi hai jab mandal laga tha to kamandal leke chal diya aaj koi kisi ki himmat hai jo nitish kumar ne kiya bihar mein uske khilaf bol de कोई पॉलिटिकल पार्टी है और दूसरा यह मैं सुदीन भदौरिया से शत प्रतिशत एग्री करता हूं और आपसे भी कहना चाहता हूं हमने एक मौका इन चुनाव में खो दिया मेरे कांग्रेस के मित्र बुरा ना माने सीट भी ना देते कम से कम कैंपेन के लिए तो बुलाते मैं हिमाचल प्रदेश के चुनाव में 
नीतीश कुमार जी से पूछ करके गया था कि क्या मैं वहां कांग्रेस पार्टी के लिए समर्थन मांग सकता हूं उन्होंने भेज दिया मैं बगैर बुलाया गया था क्योंकि मैं चाहता हूं कि भारतीय जनता पार्टी हारे वो मौका ऐतिहासिक मौका कांग्रेस पार्टी ने अपने किन्हीं कारणों से गवाया है अब हमारी मीटिंग होगी ये सारे okay. सवाल जो आपने एस्पिरेशन के उठाए then congress has much to worry no uh, there has been certain issues because we left it to the state leaders and of course we will now speak on these whatever they have whatever they want to speak to us we are one we have decided that we are going to fight as one and they will definitely be maria you have to understand there are many parties coming together you know different parties coming together there will be lot of teething issues we have understood those issues and we are going to we are now okay. firmly going to Fine. work on it tyagi ji zarur hum kaam karenge uske upar कंट्री and i believe both camps are you know sharpening their swords and uh, no but if you look if we were to look at women per se women as a caste neutral constituency well, women is not a caste neutral and they have women is not in multiple states ask mr kesi i will tell you the maria tell... talk about it in my state of bihar that has happened in multiple states maria, sir maria i will tell you the in the feminist movement there is a strong strong resistance to the upper caste feminist movement so there are caste bound there are caste fights in the feminist no, no, movement there, there so be... therefore the women's are not unifying force so, that the fundamental argument of the obc and dalits and adivasi has been the women are not caste neutral category no but what we have seen is reimagination of politics that's what i'm saying if women well, how do you know if no, you no, do not have data i have traveled to several states where you realize that women are talking about the benefits they are talking about welfareism so let's look at different elections from different lexicon this is what i'm suggesting and this is what i'm asking on the show if it's aspiration versus representation on one hand it's talk about aspiration the other uh, on the other hand is representation let the people of india decide which is the best narrative but going ahead professor chandan gaura my question is yes we need to know how many uh, you know we need to know the count in each block but then india of 2024 how do we discount that there is a need for not sticking to issues or arithmetics that we have been doing in the past that calculation that is based on such such ideas should be done away with yes th- thank you maria i think what is that is important i mean if you just nitish kumar's immediate response after the census came out in bihar was to say well i'll increase the reservation to 65% yes. for me that is not the way to think about it because the data will allow you to talk about social justice in a more sophisticated manner not the old fashioned manner mm. and that's what i would like to see them do if you have new data how do you talk about social justice yes. now in a different fashion right because there are tensions within each community right please remember even the dalits in karnataka and andhra pradesh have asked for internal reservation that must be a clear sign that you can't go along with old categories anymore now having said that you said what can be the in india fronts platform i think it's too early to say they have not met yet but i would imagine the federal autonomy is something that they will all want to protect and the integrity of all the central government institutions etc and the way they interfere with state functioning etc will also be key i would imagine 
and definitely linguistic justice and all kinds of other social justice things will emerge in the common minimum program they'll yes. come up with you know I'm the point that you made that. that if there are new categories being looked at guru prakash paswan as the prime minister suggesting then why should there be opposition to caste census it will only help to you know make these categories function better yes no no maria i think uh, there has never been an opposition to caste census let me make this very clear the honorable union minister of home affairs have on record said that uh, whenever the time comes the caste census will be committed but the simple point is this that you cannot use caste census as a rhetoric and that is what is being used as of now mr lalu yadav mr stalin you look at from north to south all the regional political parties the family based enterprises after all what is the objective behind caste census the share in power representation must be shared but that is not happening it is the bharti janta party i gave you the example of bangaru lakshman who made a dalit as the first national president of a national political party and obviously it was okay, not he's disagreeing he's disagreeing guru prakash paswan d sanjeevaya reddy was congress president and let me tell you when the congress i was formed babu jagjeevan rao was the founding president of the congress at that time when mrs gandhi formed so don't facts you can't play with the facts yes okay go ahead yeah i think i think there are placeholders and there are full timers d sanjeevaiya was a placeholder president for you sir d sanjeevaiya to charanjit singh channi charanjit singh channi was a placeholder chief minister of punjab and what is what is your what is the president of india is symbolic yeah yours also a placeholder sorry sorry you can't just it's your issue then it's not a placeholder what is yadurappa son it's not dynastic politics in karnataka why was he given there are many others who could have become the president why was not it given to somebody else from the backward class or anything why did you give it back to yadurappa son why did you give it back to a lingayat Why? That's yeah. called dynastic politics. I am sorry, you don't have an answer. Prime Minister, we cannot speak about parivar. Let me go back to the question that I asked Guru, because you know that is from that is where the entire debate is emanating from. If you have caste censors, it will ensure that all these three, four categories that the Prime Minister is talking about, there'll be better distribution Absolutely. and better representation. Absolutely. Maria, you can have hundred other people against me as well, but the people of India are standing with me and my party. That is the truth and the reality. And as far as caste census is concerned, it cannot be the sole criteria. It cannot be the sole criteria. What is the representation that you have shared? We have different political party representative here. Who is the OBC? The Congress party sent any OBC to the television? No. The Congress party sent any Delhi to television? Okay. Absolutely okay. not. Okay. Okay. No, no, Guru, no, no, that is not. That is not what. what uh, I'm, I'm going to give God. the final word to the two women on the panel. But before that, Kesi Tagi, go ahead, sir. Constitutionally, Pune Pact me or Supreme Court ne jo vyakhya ki hai, classes ki wo hai socially and educationally backward class. अब ये चार क्लास जो प्रधानमंत्री ने डिस्क्राइब की हैं तो ये पिछड़े वर्ग की दलितों की जो एमरजिंग पावर है उससे ध्यान हटाने के लिए क्या दलित का जो बच्चा है दलित की जो महिला है दलित का जो किसान है उसका स्टेटस सोशली और एजुकेशनली वैसा ही है क्या जैसा प्रकाश का है और दो क्लासेस हैं दो क्लासेस कैसे है हिंदुस्तान के अंदर तो चार क्लासेस है हमारे यहाँ तो स्वर्ण अलग है स्वर्णों में भी दो हिस्से हैं दलित हैं, बैकवर्ड हैं, ये सारी एक्सरसाइज बिहार के जातिगत जनगणना से डर करके डायवर्जन के लिए की जा रही है कभी कहते हैं कि मेरी जाति गरीब है तो गरीब के अंदर जो है 
फिर ये जो बाबा साहब का संविधान था जिसमें सोशली एजुकेशनली बैकवर्ड लोगों को आरक्षण मिला है तो वो क्या गलत था सुप्रीम कोर्ट ने राम जेठमलानी हमारे वकील थे उन्होंने मंडल के तहत सुप्रीम कोर्ट की पूरी बेंच ने कहा कि सोशली और एजुकेशनली जो बैकवर्ड अभी तीसरी क्लास कहां से आ इज द प्राइम मिनिस्टर ऑफ द बीजेपी मार्क्सिस्ट पार्टी देर दे आर टू क्लासेज इन द कंट्री उत्तर प्रदेश इलेक्शन leaving the side of the bjp he said we are not worried about the jat they will come back to us what we are worried about is retaining the support of the obcs and that the obc factor is going to be a very decisive factor in 2024 there'll be many issues but this factor will be and the fight for the obcs is what we are seeing today uh, the fact that the Congress party has not been able to effectively use this card they have flooded caste censors but they have not been able to make it an issue of obc empowerment and i think that's even though they had two cms out of these three who lost well not cms who lost but the leaders of the congress party who headed the campaign in chatisgarh bagel akurmi gelot amali both Uh, OBCs and then of course Kamal Nath. Kamal Nath of a state where there's a large section of OBCs, and yet they could not play this card effectively. I think that is where they need to go back to the drawing table. सुधींद्र बदौरिया अशोक भारती अशा मोहम्मद नीजा चौधरी श्रुति कपिला प्रोफेसर चंदन गौड़ा के सी त्यागी एंड गुरु प्रकाश पासवान रियली अप्रिशिएट योर टाइम थैंक यू सो मच आई बी बैक विद अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ द बिग फाइव थैंक्स सो मच फॉर वाचिंग